Riot Squad, a female-powered media agency proudly presenting Camp Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania's first and only DIY punk rock summer camp, September 1st through 3rd in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Come camp with us for three nights of non-stop punk rock all weekend long, with over 40 bands and tons of activities. Tickets on sale now at camppunksylvania.com. That's camp, P-U-N-K-S-Y-L-V-A-N-I-A dot com. See you there. My name is Michael Hamm, and this is Your Life, the Mixtape. Welcome to another episode of Your Life, the Mixtape. Uh, I am super excited uh, for my guest this week. Um, he is a cosplayer, a model, uh, that mythical unicorn of the hot nerd. Please welcome to the show the one and only Michael Ham. Hello, sir. Oh my God. Ridiculous. Thank you for lying so much. That's so kind <laughs> of you. Oh my God. I'm excited to be here. This is such a strange and unique thing for me. It's, it's outside of my geeky element, but I'm really happy to do it. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, fan of music, I take it. Yeah. I mean, I, I have a tape cassette tattooed on my forearm. I, it's pretty hard to, I like to tell people sometimes I'm like, Oh, I'm not really like that into music. And then they look at my arm and they're like, well, I feel like maybe you're a little (laughs) into music. Um, so what is your favorite song right now? Right now, right now. Favorite song, uh, probably Love Again by Dua Lipa. I'm in a bit of a Dua Lipa phase right now. Just re-listening to that album came out during quarantine and I was obsessed with it. And I feel like I'm just getting ready for more of her. Um, yeah, that song's amazing. Right on, right on. Um, so who who is an artist um, that you feel like everybody should be listening to? This is tough only because I feel like a lot of the musicians I love, people are already listening to. Uh, but I, I was listening to uh, End of the Road by Boys to Men. And then this other song came up called End of the Road by Naga Erez, I think. She's an Israeli performer. Uh, and she's incredible like I went down this YouTube rabbit hole of watching all of her videos and listening to all of her songs so big 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 ups to her because her music's incredible I have to check that out there's not somebody I'm familiar with so good um so we're gonna we're gonna take it back a little bit um what's what's the first song that you remember hearing I feel like my, I know the answer to this, like right away, um, like right away in my head, it's uh, C.C. Penniston, I think is how you pronounce her last name, yeah. finally, like the song from Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, and like, I, my, my mom had me at a pretty young age, uh, and I grew up in the like late, very late 80s, early 90s, and I just, she was a young girl, and that was like her song, and I can just picture myself being in the living room, like, listening to that song and seeing her dance and like I'm sure I heard music before that 
but that's the song that sticks out in my head. Like it, it, it feels like that's the song I grew up on for some reason. I like that. Um, especially it is, it is now uh, pride month and that song is everywhere right now. Oh my God. There's no gayer song. There's no gay <laughs> song. Little does my mom know what she did to me growing up, but that's fine. <laughs> um, what's what's the song that always makes you cry i gotta be honest i'm not much of a crier uh i'm a pretty difficult cry but i was uh doing this movie and i needed to cry in the scene and so i i basically i would think about (laughs) this is so messed up i would think about my dead cat and i would listen to help i'm alive by metric uh from their album fantasies and that's what I would listen to before going into the scene to cry. So now whenever I hear that song, all of those emotions kind of just come <laughs> flooding right back to me. Um, so I just don't listen to it anymore. But that is the song that guaranteed I will cry every time you put that song on. Huh. That's um, I've never had a, <laughs> I've never had anybody add that they think of their dead cat mm, for, the, yes, for this question. Yes. Um, a little warning at the beginning of your show that's like, <laughs> you can skip this part. Maybe skip this part. <laughs> right. Um, let's see. Where are we at? Uh, oh, okay. Uh, what's, what's your guilty pleasure song? Like, it, it's just, it's a terrible song, but you love it. God, so many. Um, so my, my answer is probably Wild Wild West by Will Smith um because I think he's a great artist so there's no sort of denying that but I think that song was just a joke and I think I know every word to it I will perform it at karaoke I will just sing it to the top of my lungs every time it comes on uh I was at Flaming Saddles and they played it and I lost my mind so uh yeah I think that's a very guilty 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 pleasure of mine (laughs) I And and to be fair, uh, you you did say that the song was a joke. The movie that it's from was also a joke. If yeah. if we're being honest, yeah, I know, I know. But it had a big metal spider, and as like a young kid, that was the coolest thing I'd ever <laughs> seen. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, what's what's the best song to sing in the shower? Shower songs are for belting, right? I feel like that's that's all they're for. So the top of my head, I just came back from uh, New York and I saw Moulin Rouge. So I was immediately like, maybe the elephant love song medley or come what may or something that's big and open. Um, But I was thinking my original answer might've been take on me by aha. Because of those high notes. (laughs) Excellent answer. Love that. Those are, those are all actually really good answers. Um, I don't think anybody's ever brought up uh, Moulin Rouge as like shower music. So congratulations for that. Thank you. It's just that right. Literally a couple of days ago, I came back. It's on the top of my mind. Nice. It's all I've been singing in the shower. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's, what's the song that best summarizes what love is? This is, this, this is the question that I feel like screw, would screw everyone up. Um, I wanted to make sure that like 
love for me is is fairly I think outside of the realm of what most people consider love to be um so my answer I think the song the song that I picked for this was um oh god uh Sister Hazel All For You um because it sort of speaks to the confusion of falling in love more so than like what love is it's it's about like I mean they literally say I'm so confused but all my roads they lead to you I just can't help but turn and walk away. And I think that gets to the heart of like, no one really knows what love is. No one knows why we love people, how we fall in love. Sometimes it's fast, sometimes it's slow, but in the end, you know, you find it. Um, The rest of the song is all chorus and kind of cheesy, but like, I think at the heart of it, that's to me what love is. I like that. Yeah. 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 Excellent answer. Well done. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> You're a champ at this. I'm, tr- I'm trying. It's the anxiety. The anxiety <laughs> forces me to be good at everything. I, I definitely feel that. I definitely feel that. Um, so on the flip side of that last question, um, what's the best song about a breakup? <sighs> Bitchy answer or healthy answer? <laughs> Both. Oh, God. Uh, I think the bitchy answer is Alanis Morissette's You Oughta Know, because it's the most bitter, vile, just like screw you kind of song that there is. Um, God, I love her so much. Um, But uh, (laughs) my healthy answer, I think, is honestly Thank You Next, which is a bit cheesy, but I like the idea that she says thank you to all of her exes in the song and talks about what they gave her. And now she's moving on from being in a relationship to finding herself. And I think that's a really healthy way to move on from a relationship is to be grateful for the things, even in a bad relationship, grateful for the things that that person gave to you that you learned from them and take some time to find yourself before kind of rushing into something else. Excellent. Uh, so full disclosure, um, when I first started this show, I put together a playlist of all my answers to, to these questions. Uh, you ought to know is actually my answer. No way. Yep. Okay. So you're that kind of bitch. All right. Yeah. I like yeah. it. I like it. <laughs> so oh congratulations. That was the correct answer to that question. <laughs> one. Will you send me that? The playlist? Yeah. Playlist? Yeah. Oh my God. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, what's, what's a song that, um, you once loved, but you've listened to it recently and you realize that it's, it's terrible. It's just shit. I don't, I don't know if I have an answer necessarily to that question. I feel like there's no, even the shitty songs. I still like, I like them because they're shitty. You know what I like? The closest I can think of is like the most embarrassed I am about liking a song is uh, Blue by Eiffel 65. You take that back right now. That's like a fantastic song. song. That's a fantastic oh my God. song. <sighs> my heart just dropped for a minute. <laughs> I sang that one time at karaoke and they booed me off the stage. Fuck <laughs> those people. That's why it's like, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm forced to say it's terrible when re-listening to it, but. I still secretly love it. Oh my God. Are we kindred <laughs> spirits? Are we best friends? Yes, we are. We are best friends now. Oh my God. 
what's what's the greatest song from a film soundtrack? It's going to be so hard just not to ask you all of these questions because now I'm so curious. Um, <laughs> my answer is a little biased, but I think Kiss, uh, Kiss from a Rose uh, from the Batman soundtrack, Batman Forever by Seal, I think. I think the song is incredible. And the fact that it's from a Batman movie is bonkers. It's wild that that song was in a Batman movie, especially Batman Forever. Not one of the more favorited Batman movies, but yeah, I think that's... I think there are better answers. Don't get me wrong. I think, you know, I will always love you is obviously probably the right answer, but <laughs> kiss from a rose is my answer. Um, actually, I will always love you is not the correct answer. Um, but also uh, kiss from a rose is about cocaine. Well, <laughs> okay. Well, there it is. There it is, folks. You heard it here. No way. Yeah. Uh, but but if if there were a question about what is the greatest song from a Batman film, um, it would that would probably be number two. Uh, bat Bat Dance. Bat Dance. No. Of course, yeah. it's Bat Dance. I know. I know. Seal just hits so hard. I mean, Prince is unstoppable. I get it. Listen, um, I went back and forth on that. But the the Batman Forever soundtrack, the entire soundtrack is fucking fantastic. I actively did not listen to all of it because I was like, no, this is all I'll get stuck into for the rest of this. (laughs) That soundtrack will end up being the answer to all of my questions if I keep going. Um, But the the correct answer is um, His Eye is on the Sparrow from Sister Act 2. Good choice. Good choice. (laughs) I get, yeah, I kind of, in my head, I kind of removed the idea of musical movies in a way. I know Sister Act obviously is a movie with songs in it, so that's not necessarily a movie musical, but that is a good answer. What what film has overall the greatest soundtrack? I will warn you, these answers are dumb, but so am I. Uh, number one greatest soundtrack of all time is Space Jam. I, I can't argue that. I, I It seems like a silly answer, but it, it you know, screw the guy, but R, R, R. Kelly's, you know, I Believe I Can Fly is incredible. Seals on that one too, with Fly Like an Eagle, which is a cover of the Steve Miller band. There's Basketball Jones, I think has Barry White. Chris, no, Chris, uh, Chris Rock has a song on it. Jay-Z is on it. And then it's got all of those jock jams that you would hear at any sport, like, it's just so good. I feel like Monica, I think, is on it. Like start yeah. to finish. It's just you can go through the whole thing and not be disappointed. You can use it to hype yourself up. You can use it to love yourself. You can use it as sex music. You get like there's so well, listen, <laughs> Monica song is pretty sexy. OK, I'll give you that. Um, one. Yeah, I, I had a tough time with this because I also love the Shrek soundtrack with like Shrek 2 has like Rufus Wainwright doing Hallelujah and David Bowie and it's so good and this question so I'm not there's not one answer I'm giving you many because Guardians of the Galaxy is one of the greatest soundtracks of all time um, because I'm very much so like a grilling dad kind of music lover (laughs) Um, like 70s 80s and stuff like that and then Tron the Daft Punk score was yes phenomenal god 
Sorry. <laughs> no, hey, I'll let you have them. So what is the best song from a Disney film? My favorite song is One Jump from Aladdin. Okay. Um, and I, I, I don't know why. I just love singing it. I don't think it's the best. I think the best is probably Go the Distance from Hercules. Hmm. Um, especially when Michael Bolton sings it. Okay. Uh, but I, I think that's one of one of my favorites in terms of like quality. Um, again, I didn't want to say like I feel like Candle in the Wind should be most people's, but I don't know. I I I, I love Michael Bolton's voice for no reason. So <laughs> go the distance. Okay. Um, do you want to know the correct answer? Yes, of course. Uh, the correct answer is When Somebody Loved Me from Toy Story 2. Interesting. Okay. Okay. We are, he- we are sad. We are here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm here for it. What television show has the best theme song? I would be crucified if I didn't say X-Men. I would... <laughs> I would literally be taken to the state. Like it, it's, it's either X-Men for non-lyrics, DuckTales for lyrics and God, the man who sings the Pokemon song can spell. <laughs> so like those are, I'm giving you three for this one too, because right. I have to say X-Men or I'll have no friends anymore. <laughs> I X-Men is actually what I was prepared for you to answer with. Yeah, so that would be correct. It was, I feel like it's either that or Golden Girls, right? So Golden Girls is the popular answer. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's two answers, I think, but that's fine. Um, it's, it's, uh, Golden Girls, uh, Knight Rider is also, oh, uh, popular, uh, Miami Vice. Okay. Yeah. That's true. The 80s and 90s really crushed it with yeah. theme songs they don't they don't do theme songs like that anymore it's like, so upsetting it's so, like ugh. four minute long intros to instrumental music yeah. yeah um what is the song that you just absolutely have to dance to whenever it comes on well i'm not good at dancing so not a typical dance song but um Dancing in the Moonlight by Top Loader. Mm. I, there's something that's so cheerful and pleasant about that song that I just kind of want to like, not dance, but get up and just move. And just like, you can be a goof to that song. It, it doesn't take itself seriously. And yeah, yeah, definitely that. First time somebody's mentioned that song on this show. So congratulations. Are you if you if you asked me my top <laughs> 10 songs of all time, it would it would be on that list. No one's ever mentioned that song. Nope. Not in this will be. This is actually episode 30. Um, so I have in 30 goose, episodes. I have goosebumps because no one has <laughs> mentioned that song. That is atrocious. Oh my God. Okay. Wow. I'm mad. <laughs> I'm all riled up now. <laughs> 
Um, what is the song that means the most to you? Not necessarily because of the song itself. The song itself could be shit, but because of like the memories you have attached to it. I'm so glad that you preface it that way because the song that I would think of is kind of a shitty song. Um, All My Life by Casey and JoJo. Wow. Yeah. Um, it, which is weird because it's super like preachy, very, very religious in a way. Like it's all about praying to God and thanking God for finding love and whatever, whatever. But it was just it hit me at this formative time in my life. I can remember it being played at all of my like elementary school, like dances and stuff like that. And really figuring myself out. And this being the first, I think, quote unquote, love song I had heard about like loving someone. It just stuck with me forever. Um, so yeah, that it means a lot to me for a lot of different reasons. I've I found other reasons to enjoy it outside of that as well. But yeah it's it's one of those songs that like you know it's going to be played at a wedding Mm -hmm. and that's that's usually for me the moment that it comes on at a wedding i'm like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna go to the bathroom now because i'm I'm not doing this oh my god totally yeah like you can go sit down and be like all right this isn't it this isn't it for me (laughs) but it just it hit me at the right time and it's just stuck with me forever If you were on RuPaul's Drag Race, what would be your ideal lip sync for your life song? (laughs) Um, I think it's... uh, Holding out for a hero. Yeah, that's what I'll go with. Holding out for a hero. But I do want to do the Jennifer Saunders version where she's the fairy godmother from Shrek uh, because she is incredible and... Jennifer Saunders is everything so yes yeah yes and I could do it in my superhero cosplay outfits big reveal into a great dress or something I just feel like it's on brand for me good answer I like that thank you uh what is your theme song I have to be honest this was the only question I really can't as as hard as like I feel like this is a question everyone asks someone at first like this is a great first date or icebreaker question and I've I've never felt like I could really answer it I feel like (laughs) listen to me I feel like I'm so different and unique and no song really (laughs) captures who I am um but in a way it's true like I I feel like I'm a fairly confident person but like not in a I love myself kind of way, like just I'm very sure about my decisions, but there's not a song about that. If it's confident, it's about loving yourself. And, you know, if I don't, uh, my I, White and Nerdy by Weird Al Yankovic, I think is my like gun to head answer. Okay. If, and that's only because the song is just a list of nerdy things and I'm just, a human list of nerdy things. <laughs> so uh, on the surface, it's it pretty much just like check, 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 you know? Uh, so that's probably my answer. Gun to head. Excellent answer. I love that. Um, who is an artist that is considered a one hit wonder, uh, but that you feel like should have been bigger? Listen, I could do a TED talk on this one. <laughs> um, I think... 
God, I've said this to way too many people. I think Lou Bega is the one hit wonder who could have been huge. Like Mambo number five, obviously catchy as all hell. There's no denying it. But I feel like his first album is so experimental in a way that it's almost unlistenable. Like it, it sounds crazy, but it, it's it's a lot of talking. It's a lot of horns. It, it really feels like if it were to come out now, people might've enjoyed it a little bit. It wasn't very polished. And I think his sort of, so this man speaks four languages. He speaks Italian, Spanish, German, English. Uh, like he's well-educated. Um, his, his music is this like Latin inspired, like Cubano, like flair that I think now we're getting a lot of, um, what's her name? Uh, da, 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 da. She sang Senorita with Camila Cabello. Like, this sound or the Selena Gomez, it's all coming back. And I, I feel like if Lou Bega had the right producers and the right team behind him and the money, I feel like he could put out another banger, honestly. Um, and I've thought about this a lot because I went through a lot of one hit wonders and was like, nope, all their other stuff's crap. Nope, I can't see anything. Nope, there's other people who do this, but do it better. But no one is doing or was doing what Lou Bega was doing, so... Justice for Lou Baga. He put out a song called The Scat Man and the Hat Man featuring the Scat Man. It's lit. It's incredible. <laughs> and just if that is one tenth of the power this man has, like, God. And that's my TED talk. Well done. <laughs> um, I actually had um, that album. So you, you were one of the few. And we <laughs> thank you. We thank you. That's so funny. <laughs> what is the song that reminds you of home? I, home is a challenge. Um, I've lived in the same place forever and I've never really felt like I'm away from home. So I feel like it's hard to have a song that reminds me of home, but there's a, a, a group called Great Big C and they do a lot of Celtic Gaelic music. And I live on the East coast of Canada in a place called Nova Scotia, close to a place called Newfoundland. And like a lot of our music is, is folksy and bagpipe heavy. And they have one song in particular called when I'm up, I can't get down. Um, and that is probably the song I would say, if I was really missing home, I'd play that one. I recommend people check it out. It's it, they're pretty great. Oh, their one album play 19, from 1995 is is pretty representative of their music. Have you ever heard of them? I have heard of them actually. Okay. Yes. I guess you're you're a big <laughs> music person, so yeah. I feel like it's more likely that you will have heard of them than anyone else. Okay. So, um before I ask this next question, uh, I have to preface it with never in the history of this show has someone asked for help with one of the questions from their Instagram followers. Um So, you have to give me two answers <laughs> to this question. I want your oh. answer and then I want the answer that uh your friends of Instagram gave you. So that being said, Michael Ham, what is the sexiest song? So I don't, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I saw a lot of uh, "Pillow Talk" by Zayn 
Malik. Um, and I saw, a, I saw a lot of boys to men as well. Uh, it, but I, I feel like the biggest thing I noticed was a lot of people where it was R&B, heavily focused on R&B, and then a lot of instrumental stuff. And I feel like me personally, I'm probably leaning somewhere towards electronic, instrumental, but not fast, not crazy. Um, <laughs> you saw the post, obviously. I made a joke about <laughs> how Great British Bake Off was the best show to yes. have sex to. I feel like TV shows are better to have sex to. Um, hmm. Music's going to get stuck in my head. I'm going to start singing. That's why I think instrumental stuff is so great. It's I'd rather put on a playlist of songs I don't know than to have music I do know playing, I think. Then you can just vibe with whatever sounds you're hearing and go from there. Hmm. Excellent answer. I'll allow no, it. No, terrible <laughs> answer. There's, I can't, I literally can't think of a song. Um, Gun to Head, there's a song called Skyscrapers by OK Go. Um, mm. And it is very sexy for non-sexy reasons, I think. Okay. Um, yeah. Again, gun to head. God, the pressure. <laughs> uh, what's, what is the song that defined your generation? This, this is the non-bitchy way of asking my age, I see. <laughs> no, I mean, if I wanted to know your age, I'd Google you. But that's Stop giving away all the secrets. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I feel like I have... Two, uh, I mean, obviously you've caught on to the point now that I'm bad at answers and I have no one answer. My heart tells me Believe by Cher um, hmm. because it's an incredible song. I think it was number one for a long time. I think people younger than me would know it. My parents would know it. Like it, it, it was my generation, but it, it did so much more than that. Um, also, you know, obviously it basically created auto-tune. Um, right, right. Which then became a big part of other people's generations <laughs> as well. Um, yeah, that and then obviously the just, I think in a general sense, the boy band, pop girl explosion of, you know, Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, Christina Aguilera, Britney Spears. You know, Spice Girls was a little, I listened to Spice Girls growing up, but it was a little pre like, what I'd call my generation, maybe. Like, I feel okay. like 1999 was the year where, like, we really got into it. Um, yeah, because, like, 19, 1999, we had NSYNC, we had Backstreet Boys, Christina Aguilera, I think, did Genie in a Bottle, Britney did Baby mm -hmm. One More Time, TLC had no scrubs. Like, God, what a fucking <laughs> year that was. Oh, my God. Because I can, I could have answered every question you have just in 1999 i feel like if that was the challenge i could have done that um but share shares my number one answer i think believe by share okay um there is a cover of that song by a british artist by the name of ella henderson that i'm gonna send to you uh okay. when we get done yes um, please that i think you will enjoy God, I feel like that song will also get me up to dance anytime too. <laughs> <sighs>
In your opinion, what is the greatest song ever written? In my opinion. Ooh, in my opinion. Um, my immediate answer for this, and it's only because like during the pandemic, I watched a couple videos on it. Uh, hey Yeah by Outkast. Um, do you know the sort of history of the song? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like, I, I think the fact that it's such a catchy song that is written about how people don't listen to songs and only care if they're catchy is so smart. And it's really subtle. You really have to listen to it. I recommend anyone listening who doesn't know what I'm talking about, watch a video on it because it's it's fantastic. And it's not just the lyrics, but uh, they use like what they call a deceptive chord, which is where they play a chord, then they play a chord un- after it that you aren't expecting. And that conveys what lyrically they're saying of love being so difficult and not knowing what's going to happen next and where do we go from here and like it's just it's so brilliant and like everyone listening to it is probably like yeah yeah I mean it's catchy but like it's not a (laughs) well-written song and they're just so wrong like Andre 3000 is not going to put out a song that isn't lyrically genius and so yeah yeah I'm glad you know about it. Cause like, I'm obsessed with it. it it's like yeah. my murder mysteries. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm from Atlanta. So like you, you kind of uh, have to know. Yes. It's in the blood. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, do you want to know the correct answer? More than anything. <laughs> uh, the correct answer is uh, Jolene by Dolly Parton. Oh God. I mean, I can feel that or I will always love you. Uh, Dolly that's Parton, the popular sure. answer um that makes sense I'm surprised you have a fairly uh, eclectic group of people that you interview I would assume yeah um I feel like Dolly really spans a lot of genres and a lot of fans so that that makes sense like in my head I'm like people are just gonna say stairway to heaven or something <laughs> but like nobody's yeah. ever said stairway because I feel like it's too easy yeah. I feel like it's the answer you're just told you have to feel and people don't want to be like that bitch. So yeah, it's, Jolene's it's so usually um, I will always love you. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody has come up a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Um, those are, you know, those are both solid. Fair. I would, I would award points to those for sure. Yeah. Uh, what song is the one that you have listened to the most? Not because I want to, just because I happen to be. Um, it's um, Etta Mame by uh, Baby No Money and Rich Brian. Huh. Um, and it's only because it's, uh, it's my squatting and bench press song. Okay. So it's the song that, I listen to when I'm doing heavy squats or heavy bench press and I'll just have it, I'll put it on repeat. So it just doesn't stop playing for the entire time. Uh, So like unquestionably, I think I've listened to that song more than all songs combined at this point. (laughs) I mean, it only came out like a year or two ago, but it's, it's been my like number one played song forever. And it's not a terrible song. It's it's not a good song. It just like there's something about it that amps me up. And I think I trained myself to only listen to that song. So now if I put on a different song, I feel like I can't lift the weight I need to. I have to have my like 
one song that I listen to. So I've cursed myself forever <laughs> to listening to this song for the rest of my life. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. Uh, what's what's the greatest music video of all time? I really want to know what the answer to this is. Um, immediately reading the question, I jumped to Thriller. Uh, I think, of course, uh, not just because of how good of a music video is, but it's like importance in culture as well. Um, but my like personal answer is uh, Upside Down, Inside Out by OK Go, um, where they recorded a music video in Zero Gravity. Uh, they would take a flight up and the plane would drop and they'd have 27 seconds. The whole thing is like essentially one take and they just had to, it, it's incredible. Like, I don't know the words to use to explain how <laughs> fucking incredible this video is, but the, the work they put into it, they trained in Moscow for like months so they could get used to it. They basically trained like astronauts to shoot a three minute video and there's paint involved so they could only they only had one take to do it because if the paint didn't work then the whole thing was ruined so they practiced and practiced like how many no one tries that hard for a music video <laughs> um god please look it up every human being because it's just outrageous um yeah that's that's there's it's incomprehensible they threw up like 50 something times they were all on anyway <laughs> I won't talk it up too much. They all of their videos are incredible. So you want to know the correct answer? Of course I do. It's Here We Go Again by OK Go. No. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no. Are you kidding? Nope. This is the best thing I've ever done with my life. This makes up for <laughs> Top Loader earlier. This is. Oh, my God. Yeah, that one's incredible, too. They're all incredible. Yeah. I can't believe, look at us, true look best friends. Us, right? I can't wait to hear your playlist. <laughs> um, what's the greatest musical collaboration of all time? It's Under Pressure with Queen and David Bowie. That is correct. That is, is that yours? Mm -hmm. Yes. I, I, this is, I'm erasing all of my answers and I'm just playing what's the right answer from now on. Um, number two, I think is Crazy in Love by Beyonce and Jay-Z only because of what they eventually became. Um, number two is actually uh, David Bowie and Bing Crosby. Little <gasps> Drummer Boy. Christmas song. Damn it. <laughs> I wanted to get Christmas music on this list somehow, so I'm glad you did. Uh, it there used to be um, in the first couple of seasons, uh, there was a Christmas music um, question. Um, but then I started to get emails about other holiday music and I was like, uh, OK, yeah, then, then we'll pull it out. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a good idea. That, that, yeah, that makes sense. If you could have a song play anytime you enter a room, what would it be? Preferably none. <laughs> um, <laughs> can, can I hear it or can other people hear it? Everybody can hear it. Oh, God. 
like like Mozart or so, something really chill. Um, I do not like being noticed when I go into a room. Um, but for the sake of like fun, <laughs> let's pretend I'm really extroverted and I want like a <laughs> song I like to. Uh, I feel like it'd be if I was in a movie. I would really want like Barracuda by heart playing as I walked into oh, a room. Good answer. Yeah. I, I feel like I used to think it was Supermassive black hole by muse. And then they used it in twilight for the baseball scene. And I thought, <laughs> you know what? No, probably not the song I would want people to associate me with, but I love heart deeply. So yeah, Barracuda. And that's so, I want to walk in went right as soon as the guitar wails and Anne starts like screaming. Yes. It's an interesting answer. Um, I, I, I actually, I, I thought for half a second that we would have the same answer. Oh, I'm curious. It's the Flash Gordon theme song. Oh, well, I mean, geek, yes, that's a good, <laughs> that's a good one. I, interesting. That's what you would want to walk into. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm here for it. Yeah. That's epic. My entire life, it's always been the Flash Gordon theme song. For your entire life. My entire life, yep. How many questions do you think that could play into? Like, is is that like, because it's obviously not your favorite theme song, or is it your favorite theme song you just didn't want to double up on the same answer? Um, no, it's it's not, uh, it's not my favorite, um, it's not my favorite theme song. Okay, okay, okay. It, these, I gotta say, like, let me, let me sort of, blow smoke up your ass right now this is such an like the questions so far have been so good like they're so unique <laughs> um like I have like some songs like it, my top 10 list of songs they might not fit anywhere on the questions that you asked and I find that so fascinating because it really just they're such unique questions that really make you think like they're not like what's your favorite song what's your favorite you know if you could go to any concert kind of thing, like, yeah, it, it's, they're very specific. So yeah, this is so much fun. Sorry. It's just, no, that's, um, you know, the, the original idea for this show, uh, was that I was only going to talk to musicians and, mm. you know, I looked at, um, interviews of you know like pop stars and stuff and they get asked the same questions like you know what's what are you listening to right now and you know right. who's your favorite and i was like well that's well that's not fun um so you know when i had uh fifi dobson on last season and she said the same thing you did that like you know nobody ever asks her like questions like this no, no. Yeah. Like, it, and you've got the ones that people would want to know, like, you know what I mean? Like you do kind of ask the, like, what's, what's right now. Right. But that's yeah. the embarrassing stuff that I love that you're like, I don't want people to know I'm my most listened to song is edamame, but like, there <laughs> it is. Right. That's the question. Yeah. I get the, I get the usual stuff out at the beginning and then mm -hmm. it's like, okay, now, now we're doing hard hitting journalism. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's exactly what it is. Uh, what is Michael Ham, my new best friend? That's right. Uh, what is the song that doesn't matter what kind of playlist you're making, this song has to go on it, or the whole playlist is a wash? 
I have to check my playlist because I this is also another bad answer, but like I have such curated playlists that songs really don't duplicate on them. Like my playlists are for very specific feelings, very specific moods and moments. And yeah, I, I don't think there's one that would go on everything, but I can tell you that my like the artists that sort of spans over most of them uh, would be Panic at the Disco. Ooh. I think he, he he makes the most appearances on multiple playlists, I'd say. Okay. Um, have, so if you'll have accept you heard that the, as an answer. Yeah, absolutely. Have you heard the new song yet? No, when? When? It, it came out yesterday. Oh, well. Or they dropped a teaser of it yesterday, I think. Oh my God. Okay, now's not the time, but I'll write a note down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's... Shit, I can't think of what it's called right now. Uh, it's a it's a play on uh, Las Vegas. Okay, um, God, he loves that place. Yeah. Uh, but they they announced um, the song, the album, and the tour all yesterday. There's a tour. Oh yeah, my there's God. a tour. Coming. Oh my God. Yeah. I know it's not one of the questions, but Panic at the Disco was one of the best concerts I've ever <laughs> been to. Like he, what an incredible performer! He plays the piano, he plays music, he sings, he does he does backflips. There's pyrotechnics. It's outrageous. He takes his shirt off. Everyone screams. He comes. Oh my god! Oh my god! I, listen, this has been fun, but I gotta go. I gotta... <laughs> oh my god! I love that man. All right. So this next question is a three-parter. Okay. All right. I'm here for it. All right. Part one. Uh, what is your go-to song for cleaning the house? It's two answers, but not really, because it's one artist. It's it's uh, Higher Love and How Will I Know by Whitney Houston. Fair. Um, I'll let yeah. you have it. Uh Unfortunately, not unfortunately, but they are the like upbeat kind of remixy ones from the last couple of years. But like, yeah, her voice just put to like upbeat music like that. You want to make a boring thing exciting. Honey. <laughs> That's how you do it. It's it's a tragedy that Higher Love was only released as a B-side in Japan. Is that true? Mm hmm. It was it was never released in America until Kygo remixed it two years ago. Okay, this is some Mandela effect bullshit because like when I heard that version, I was like, I swear to God, I know how do I know every word to this song already? You, because it's a cover. No one's watching this, but my brain just blew up. <laughs> a yeah, cover. It's a, it's a cover. Whitney and her damn covers, man. Yeah. She sings them so well, everyone just thinks they're her. Yep. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's oh. Steve something. Steve Winwood, maybe, was the original artist. Um, write that down, too. Uh, okay, so first of all, <laughs> I feel like it's so tough that you can't play music during your podcasts. I know. Wow, you would get taken down in a second. But man, oh man. Okay, bring me a high love. I need to look that up. Yes, I'm writing notes down on paper <laughs> like an old person. <laughs> so second part to that question, um, what's your go-to workout song? Well, I think we know. Well, to be fair, I feel like my go-to workout song isn't the same as my like 
heavy lifting song that I listen to all the time, but uh, it might be, I can't think of anything else that I really listen to over and over specifically just for a workout. So yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll go with, unfortunately, I can't believe Edamame's <laughs> on the list twice. And there are some incredible songs that aren't on here once. It's fine. It's Edamame. Oh, I hate myself. Okay. I'll, or Money I'll by allow. Lisa. Money by Lisa. That's another really good one. But that's a TikTok uh-huh. song. I mean, that's fair. Mm-hmm. I'll let you have it. And part three, what is your go-to driving song? Ooh. Um, oh, good, good question. I would say uh, Love Fool by the Cardigans, maybe? Ooh, nice. Yeah, like to me, driving is very like, <laughs> it's really very that. Um, I feel like, <laughs> oh, like, when I'm driving, I want something kind of poppy. I mean, I, when I'm in a car, I don't drive because I'm pathetic. Uh, but like something like that, or like Ace of Bass, like I feel like is really good driving music for some reason, like something summery, something road trippy, something heavy on the Euro pop. Yeah. 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 I, oh my God. Yes. <laughs> so much. So, um, yeah, but love fool. I think I love that song. Good answer. So this question is a two-parter. Okay. Uh, first part is, what is one song you would give anything to see played live? And the second part to that is, would it be played by the original artist or would it be played by a cover? Would it be a cover? Oh, interesting. Um, living or Dead? Either. Doesn't matter. Um, oh, God. Uh, okay, living, I know for sure. I've been saying this for most of my life, but um, I want to see uh, Say My Name performed by Destiny's Child, all four original members. Nice. Uh, I've always said I would pay any amount of money to see Destiny's Child reunited to do a tour. I mean, <laughs> any amount of money. I said that about Spice Girls too. And honey, she paid any amount of money to go to <laughs> London and go see the Spice Girls, believe me took out a loan no um so say my name for sure uh by the originals i feel like he's obviously super problematic but seeing uh michael jackson perform earth song i think would be like all time for me um yeah Sometimes I just rewatch the Super Bowl performance when I'm feeling down. Um, but then he can go back to being dead. <laughs> once we're done. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I'll allow it. Yeah. I have some pretty, I have some feelings. Let's just leave it there. All right. Those are both very good answers. Thank you. But the correct answer. The correct answer to this um is actually um, a cover that has been done and performed live um, and it's floating around on YouTube somewhere. Um, But it is Joss Stone performing Under Pressure by Queen. Under Pressure. Okay. All right. We got a duo on there. Yeah. Um, That, hey, that tracks. I don't know a lot of Joss Stone, but 
I'm here for it. I was wondering, I knew there had to be something, some reason the question had that second part of like original or cover. I was like, his yeah. has to be a cover, right? It is. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Jennifer Saunders holding up for a hero. I would rather <laughs> see that. So, hey, I get it. That would be that would be something that I would to see a live concert version of Shrek with the music <laughs> from Shrek, God. all the films that would, oh my God. that would be end, fantastic. End of days. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we have come, sir, to the final question. Um, you've died. Um, and I, I have, have, I have mourned, uh, for six months, um, because my new best friend is gone. Um, and you are at the entrance to whatever sort of afterlifey type thing that you believe in. Um, and before they will let you enter, uh, they, they want to make a mixtape of your life. Um, you know, as kind of a welcome gift. So the most important question that you will answer in this time that we have spent together, Michael Ham, what is the first song on the mixtape of your life? I mean, let's do the bookends. It's finally, I think. It is unquestionably the most important song to me. It is the song I first remember hearing. I think it's a song that continued to influence me through my life. I think it's a song that represents a lot about who I am. It's a song that reminds me of my family. And then I guess ironically, the lyrics are good for being dead too. Um, <laughs> I What's better than being in heaven and playing like the queer anthem? Um, yeah, it's, I honestly, like, this is the question I was like, I foolishly thought you were asking for my mixtape and I have like 50 <laughs> songs listed, um, but that is, that would be the first one. I think it has to be the first one. There's no other answer. That's fucking excellent answer. Well done, sir. Thank well you. Done. Thank you. Oh my God. Um, so we have come to the end of the show. Uh, if there is anything that you would like to plug or if you'd like to tell the folks uh, listening at home and all over the world where to find you on uh, the social media, you are more than welcome to do that, sir. Oh, amazing. Okay, yeah. Uh, you can find me on, you can find my regular life slash kind of model work at hammy73 on Instagram. Uh, I also have a cosplay page at michael.ham.cosplay. A lot of dots in there. <laughs> and uh, that's really, you can find me at Michael Ham on Facebook, but that's sort of a, a secondary feed to both of my Instagram accounts. So if you want a little bit of everything, head there. And I have a Patreon. If you'd like to sign up for that, it's it's a lot. I post daily. There's a lot of content. It's my baby, but... No pressure. Check out my stuff and see if you care. <laughs> and I will put um, his his ads and the link to his Patreon uh, in the episode description uh, for you to check out. Give this man your money. Um, oh he God. he does amazing work. Uh, he's really good at what he does. Stop it, Michael Ham. Thank you 
so much oh uh, for being here today. I have enjoyed this immensely. Yeah, this was great. I hope I didn't take up too much of your time by answering every question with six answers. No, no, not at all. Okay, great. I, I welcome uh, the the people who have more than one answer. Um, those are always those are always the best episodes, as opposed to somebody who just comes in with one for everything. It's tough. You 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 run a <laughs> tough game here. <laughs> It's the it's the interview version of Squid Game. You feel like everything's going to be the wrong answer. There there is actually an armed guard outside your house. Um, if you answer if you if you answered anything wrong, like <laughs> it it was all going to be over. Princess Leia is literally behind you with a pistol <laughs> yes. pointed at your yes. head. <laughs> For those who don't know that, <laughs> spoilers. Spoilers. No. Oh my god. No. But thank you so much. This was really cool. Yay. Yay. <laughs>